I believe if we each work on ourselves, we're going to come to a more peaceful place anyway. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? You've been through a lot this year and I feel you. It's been so tough for so many and myself included. It seems like things are never going back to normal and everybody's talking about this new normal life, whatever that means. I feel like the tears come a lot easier these days and fear is setting in faster than I'd like it to. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I just got done homeschooling my teenager. And let me tell you something, I picked not being a school teacher for a profession for a reason. I mean, the patients department is not where I excel a lot of the times. But maybe you've been devastated because you had to cancel plans or your business is suffering or someone in your family's gotten COVID. Maybe you just want to go out and have a glass of wine with a friend and not feel like your mask and your hand sanitizer are the only accessories that you're wearing. There is no challenge that is big or small right now. It's just all challenges. But this is what I've found. When you can't control what's happening, you can challenge yourself to control the way you respond. And that is where your power is. So this week, I'm talking to Pam Christian. She's a mindset coach, a motivational speaker, and the host of the Juice podcast. She's obsessed with helping us live our best lives. That sounds like a good thing to me, because so am I. But she's really an expert in practice, practice of intuition and experience. And she uses methodologies to help people personally pivot and shift their thinking. That can bring discipline and self-reflection and self-respect to people who just don't know where to turn anymore. And the words she lives by are the right mindset at the right time changes everything. I can't think of a better time to change our mindset for good. I think this episode is going to be one for the records. All right, let's listen in to Pam Christian. Pam, it's so nice to have you on and to meet you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. I think mindset and and really what you are out there sharing wisdom about is more important now than ever. How did you enter into this field? So it's pretty interesting. I was actually, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur most of my adult life and I ran a very successful real estate team. And there was a point in my 
um, career where I was on top and, you know, doing really well financially and all those great things that you want, but I just wasn't fulfilled inside of myself. And I knew there was something more for me. And I had been through a lot of trauma in my life, um, starting at a young age. Actually, I'll be having a book come out about that. So I won't give too much away right now. But so I've always sort of known deep inside me, there was this purpose, but I hadn't been able to tap into it. And I just kind of had this wake up call, like, hey, you don't have to be on the bottom to switch careers. It's okay to be on the top and still leave. Mm. And um, I had been working on my own mindset my whole life because when you go through traumatic experiences, it's very easy, easy to be knocked down and stay there. And I hated that feeling of being there. So my whole life has been an effort to elevate myself and build my mindset and strengthen myself and evolve. And I... Um, people started asking me how I was doing it for myself and how I always seemed so calm and like an anchor and happy and positive. And I started sharing it and getting really good feedback. And I just made the decision that this was what I needed to do because this is what people need before everything that we're going through right now and even more so right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think when you look at what has happened during this current time of COVID and protesting over racial inequality and Black Lives Matter really becoming now at the forefront of our discussions. You know, a lot of people that I've been talking about are quite frankly just overwhelmed. You know, they, they don't have the words, they don't know how to express themselves, and they, they don't know where to seek the answers. Mm. How, how do you guide people in filtering through, you know, how to stay motivated in a time that feels so unsure. I think the best way to stay motivated is always going inward. We're so focused on external validation. So if we have an opinion or say something about what's going on and it doesn't resonate with someone else or they judge it, it knocks us down. And then the whole wind gets taken out of us, our sails, and we can't move forward. Um, and I think when you start to work on getting to know yourself and being more self-aware of who you are, what resonates, what's in alignment, what works for you and what doesn't, and you stay true to that, you're able to show up better for yourself and everyone else. And when you're able to show up better for yourself, you're able to be more motivated. It's scary putting yourself out there. And I don't mean putting yourself out there like you and I are. I mean, even at the most simplest level, when you have something to say, but you're not sure how to express it. Sometimes you have to try it on for size. You have to just do it and be okay with the response or reaction not being what you want and give your own self the pat on the back for just trying because it takes time time to figure out who we are because we've been conditioned to not be in touch with who we are, but be in touch with what society says we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And how can society be telling everyone we're all supposed to be the same thing, doing the same thing, having the same level of success, and that's the only way to measure success. But the more in touch you get with yourself, and there are lots of ways to do that, the more comfortable you'll be being your own true self outside. Yeah, I want to expand on the putting ourselves out there because I think that now more than ever, it feels very intimidating. But what are some of the tools that you have in your toolkit that you can implement to gain this inner confidence, this voice? Because I think you're right. I think it's very hard um, when it doesn't come to you innately and maybe you've had some sort of trauma or something along your life that's gotten in the way of you being able to develop that? What are some of the tools that you would recommend? 
Well, I mean, the first tool is to be patient with yourself <laughs> because everyone wants everything to change in a day and it's just not going to happen. And mm. you have to understand that this is a process and it doesn't mean that you start today and I'm going to tell you, okay, if you do this for five years and five years, you're going to hit the pinnacle. It's sort of like you're on a journey and each day, week, month, you'll notice things. And I actually just posted a video today on my Instagram. Sometimes you will fall back to move forward and that's normal and that's okay. But um, so patience is my number one recommendation, but tools would be, it's all about self-awareness, witnessing, observing. And when I say witnessing and observing, I mean your own self. So we are so, imagine yourself in a play and you're a character in a play. Instead of being that character, be in the audience, observing, observe mm. your thoughts, notice them, mm. question them. Why am I telling myself I could never do that? I could never be that person. I could never have that body. I could never have that career. That's what we tell ourselves. I think Joe Dispenza, who's like this amazing doctor, yeah, um, if you don't him. follow him, check him out. Yeah. So no. he says um, there are like 80,000 thoughts going through our brain in a given day. I think it's 80,000 and whatever, 70 or 80% of them are negative. That means you're only feeding yourself 20% positive and it's probably not even positive. It's probably neutral. So when you start to notice your thoughts, then you can change them, but you can't change them without the self-awareness. So living more consciously. It doesn't mean changing anything you're doing at the beginning. It's just noticing. Do you recommend that? Uh, can I jump in here and yeah. ask, do you, when you notice things, do you recommend that people use something like a, um, a journal or, uh, you know, even almost like a vlog where they're videotaping themselves? I've found in the past that that really helps me to just write it down. I'll wake up you know, on fire some mornings, just like, okay, I got to write this down because this is, this is really pivotal. Like, what can we do to just remind ourselves of those things? So, I mean, I personally also love journaling and I go through stages where I'm journaling a lot and then I'm not journaling. But what I want to do is bring this to bite-sized pieces for the viewers and people listening, because not everyone's at a point where they can journal yet. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes consistency. So maybe they start the first day and then they don't drink all the next day. So they throw in the towel kind of like with a diet and then you binge and it's a step-by-step -step process. So if you're not a journaler, that's okay. It, take the thing that works for you. It can be positive affirmations. When my kids were growing up, I'm a single mom. I really wanted a certain type of life for them. I used to write on their mirror and dry erase marker things like, um, I am beautiful. I am confident. I am awesome at school. I have a lot of friends, whatever it would be. And they'd wake up in the morning, grow, brush their teeth. And it would say these I things, these I am affirmations. And for you, if you don't want to do it on your bathroom mirror, you could put it on sticky notes and write it around. And yes, that's not journaling and it's not what you're coming to, but it's also starting to feed yourself a different kind of self-talk. It's getting rid of your saboteur and accessing your leader within. I do love journaling. I just know, yeah. you know, there are lots of people that don't do it. Yeah. And journaling, let me just kind of backtrack for a second. Then I want to make a comment about the notes because I, I do that and I love that. Um, I, you know, a journal sounds daunting, but it can be just as simple as like, I'll write in my phone. I have my little notes on my iPhone and I will just write thoughts, like even if it's just a sentence. And I, I'm with you, you know, and then I'll go back. So, you know, I want people listening to feel like journaling doesn't have to be writing extensive pages in a book. 
it can be jotting down a note or even collecting little memes or, or, you know, motivational quotes from the internet that you like to follow. I know that you post them on, on your Instagram. I've seen that we post them too. Um, but about the notes, I, I do that. I write on the mirror and by the way, you can wipe it off. So for exactly, (laughs) that's why it's a dry erase. Don't don't worry. Don't worry about writing with a Sharpie, but I wrote a note. I'm newly remarried. I was a single mom and raised my kids on my own for 13 and a half years. And I just got remarried a few months ago. And I wrote a note to my husband and I put it on a note and I taped it to the mirror and I thought he would take it down. He's left it up there now. It's, it's been up there now for a couple of weeks and I just think it's really cute. Like, and I see it and I'm like, yeah, th- those are all the things he is. So it's a wonderful thing to be able to extend that to other people, but also write it for yourself, you know? Well, and you said something just, I just wanted to piggyback on. When you do something, like if you're not doing the sticky pad and you're not doing the journal, but you're using the suggestion of writing notes in the phone, which I love and I think is more practical for a lot of people, when you put what your thoughts are down on paper, it's sort of like a meditation in the term, in the sense that you're releasing. It's mm. getting it out. And so much of what we have is clogged thoughts in our brain. So getting it down anywhere, but also going back and looking at your notes in two weeks and seeing where you were two weeks will really show you the progress when you're feeling like you're not making progress. Yes. You can kind of track it that way. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's one of those things that's you know, I like collecting quotes. I I like to flip through, you know, I'll flip through my phone sometimes and just, I have a folder for inspirational quotes because we all need it. We all have had some pretty trying times. And um, I think that we can be the most positive people, but you know, the truth is there's a lot of uncertainty. Are there any other tools you would suggest? I mean, there are so many. Um, <laughs> you cut me off when you want me to stop, but I, um, I think, first of all, what you put in your body is very important. So what we're eating, how we're fueling ourselves, how we're hydrating ourselves, are we moving our body? And I'm not saying you have to go for a 10-mile run. You don't have to be an overachiever, but take a walk around your block That'll make your energy flow. That'll shake things up. Um, Gratitude. There are so many different ways to achieve what you want to achieve. Um, And what you have to do is find what resonates with you. So mine might be different than yours, but what it's always about a system and there are People out there that are like me saying their own version of the same thing, if what they say resonates more than what I say, go with what they say. Mm-hmm. It's just starting something and getting started and moving forward. Yes. And I think sometimes taking that initial step is maybe the most crippling. Um, you know, I've had, and I don't know about you, Pam, but I am a pretty positive and self-motivated person. And I feel that the last few months have been like so surreal in so many ways because there have been so many things that have come up that I've never experienced. And I had that on the tail of getting married, you know, remarried and changing my life after so long of being in a certain way. And, you know, I woke up one morning and I was like, I just need to not do You know, when you're a doer and you're always like in it, I think sometimes you just, you know, it's okay to give yourself the grace to say, I'm not going to do today. Today, I'm going to go take a walk and I'm going to go read a book and I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to just unplug for a little bit. How do you, how do you feel about that? Like, do you find that with 
the people that you work with that they're hesitant to unplug sometimes because they feel like not doing is not being of a motivational mindset? Well, first of all, I'll just tell you, not doing is doing. It's called self-love and self-care and taking care of yourself. Mm. And when I switched careers, I told I had just lost both of my parents unexpectedly and one of them kind of tragically. And it was a very difficult time. And the only thing I wanted to do was reimmerse myself into work, whether it was my old job or my new career. And I promised myself I'd give myself six months. And it was the most uncomfortable six months I could give myself because I am a doer like you. I am motivated. I like getting things done. But it was also the biggest gift I gave myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that unwinding and just being is as beneficial as doing. And mm. sometimes the things that you're hoping to happen, whether it's you know you wanna close a transaction or you wanna get a new client, happen in the moments of silence. The things that were coming to me, the things that were happening, I realized I don't need to move so quickly to make things happen. That's all in my head and it's important to rest. I mean, I'm big into meditation myself, but it doesn't have to be a formal meditation. It's doing what you said, going to the beach, taking a bath, I mean, um, sitting with your kids and hanging out with them, playing a game, meeting a friend for a walk. It could be so many different things, Mm. but resting and resetting and self-care and self-love is critical to your growth. And especially when you're actually focusing on your growth and moving forward, your body needs it. You need it. Give yourself the gift. Yes. I love that so much. I think you know, we, we have to stop this idea of just, you know, coming down on ourselves. I think we need to give ourselves a lot more grace and patience, the kind of grace that other people would give us. What do you think about social media right now? I mean, from social media to the news, like I have such a love-hate relationship with it. I love to be able to connect with people, especially people that I don't get to see um, I have relatives all over the world. You know, I communicate with my, my cousins in Egypt. I mean, I love social media for that. But man, it feels like if you just express yourself now and your opinion, just wait for the waterfall of hate. You know, I mean, what, why are we experiencing this and what can we do? So um, I'm with you about all of that. And sometimes, I mean, people have come to me and said, why aren't you posting more about Black Lives Matter? And what I have a response, which is, I have people who are suffering every single day. The social media is saturated with stuff about Black Lives Matter, and I don't want to forget about the people who were having issues before all of this came up. It has no, it's no commentary on how I feel I have very strong feelings. There are lots of platforms where you can say what you want to say. It doesn't have to be social media. So that's usually when people come at me, what I say. They're just saying, hey, why are your posts about, why is it important to be alone? Or why is mindset important? And why aren't you posting about George Floyd or something like that? Which I did and I do, but it's not everything right now for me. Because again, I think there are plenty of people who before all this happened needed help and are suffering and send me messages saying, you're saving my life right now. Please keep doing what you're doing. Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? 
well then you're one of the smartest people I know. Because you're absolutely right, it's not enough. That's why we created the only all natural and patented line of food wash and wipes. And it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab tested. And it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too. And that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. And I think there are enough people out there posting things about what's going on in the world today that I want to attend to the people who still need the help that they needed before. I don't want to forget about them because I believe if we each work on ourselves, we're going to come to a more peaceful place anyway. But what I wanted to say about the social media from your, what you were asking, and I'm sorry to digress for a second. Um, for me, my social media is a vision board and that's all it is. Mm. So on my feed, all I have are accounts that feed me emotionally, psychologically, mentally, spiritually. I don't see anything negative because I don't allow that on my feed. And if I do, and it's a friend, I mute them. Mm. So I, they don't feel like I blocked them. We're not, not friends, but I'm not listening to what they're saying. Right. I'm very purposeful and intentional because I'm on my phone all the time, like so many of us. And it's like osmosis. It's like what we, we don't even realize that we're absorbing all of this information. So my first recommendation when my own clients say, oh my gosh, this person's on the beach and look at how she looks and look at how he looks and how are they doing this now and we're inside or why are they doing this when the Black Lives Matter stuff is going on? How could they do this? It doesn't matter. Don't judge them. Just yeah. don't listen to them. Just mute them right now and find things that you really like. It's the same thing with food. Don't necessarily take everything out, but incorporate more things that are good for you, that are healthy for you, because we have to feed our minds just as much as we have to feed our bodies. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the truth is there's a lot of trolls out there. So, you know, they, they, that's what they thrive on is, is getting a rise out of people. So um, I, I, I believe that how we react to things is probably our biggest power. And I, I read this quote, when you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control the way you respond. That's where your power is. And I was just like, wow, that just hits it on the head for me. Um, how do you give people coping me mechanisms on how to actually respond? And, and I know that comes from a mindset of understanding and, and wisdom, but do you maybe even in your own methods of responding, like for me, I take a breath I, and I won't respond immediately. If I get heated, like I'll just, I let it go. Even every even though every neuron in my body wants to respond and just slam the person, like I'll just walk away and come back to it later. Are there any coping me mechanisms that you have that you can sure. recommend? Um, 
Well, first thing is I've written so many texts for so many people when they were about to explode. So, I mean, I've really learned to master this. And the thing is, well, the first thing, I mean, pausing is huge. I would always say, take a deep breath before you respond at all. But what you have to understand is where people are coming from. They're hurting themselves more than they're hurting you. They're not, half the time they don't even realize the impact they're having on you, but they're, they're, what they're, they're putting out there is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. And you, I, this is what I tell my clients, you can always respond. You can respond the next day, you can respond in two days, you can never take your response back. Mm. So be really intentional about how you want to respond. Also, Silence is powerful. Mm. It is extremely powerful. Sometimes people are triggering their own wounds and looking for a response from someone else so they can replay their wounds over and over again because they haven't learned how to change their soundtrack. And you're just a pawn in that. So if you're silent, you don't need to defend yourself. So pausing, deep breaths, also thinking about the outcome. How do you want this, the outcome to be? When you look at the bigger picture and what you want the outcome of this whole little interaction to be, you can work backwards. But when you react, you're not looking at what you want the outcome to be. So like if you know you really care about this person and you want to be good at the end of the day, really you probably shouldn't fight. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, which is very difficult for most people in this world, you got to come from love. It's mm. all about love and unlocking your heart. But the thing is we've been hurt so many times over the years from people who meant to hurt us and didn't mean to hurt us and from situations we've been in that we've locked our hearts. When we unlock our heart chakra, when we unlock our heart and our love and can give it without expecting it back, oh man, like that's such a beautiful place to be. So now when people come at me and I still have my people who are some people are resentful of where I'm at right now or what I'm speaking and stuff like that. And they don't like it and it doesn't, it's not comfortable for them. And they let me know that. And I just send them so much love and Mm. peace and wish them well, because that's really what we want for each other, isn't it? I mean, we all just want to be happy and healthy. And obviously they're in pain if they can't come at me in a constructive, communicative, respectful way. Yes. Yes. And coming from a place of love, is just, I, I've seen some really elegant responses and I'm like, oh, I got to remember that next time. You know, just how people want to be acknowledged. You know, a lot of the yes. time they'll just, they kind of, you know, take it out on others. I, I have to share with you, I got an email from a customer uh, about our Eat Cleaner product. She's a hardcore customer. Like I've talked to her on the phone several times. Like she's the kind of customer who will call in. And um, I, I got this really angry email from her. And I was just like, wow, that's just so out of character. So instead of firing back, I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm just so sorry you feel this way. You know, um, I, I just would love to be able to understand like why you feel this way. And she wrote me back the most apologetic email. Like I I almost felt bad. Like I really didn't say anything wrong, but like she was so apologetic and was like, please forgive me. You know, and I was like, she, there's obviously something going on and having that ability to just say, I'm going to respond with love because there's probably something going on versus like, screw you. You know, I mean, it's, it yields the result that you want. Right. And I, and I love that because you said people want to be acknowledged and that's exactly what it is. People want to be seen. So even if you don't feel she was right or you have where you were coming from, we don't need to document all of that. 
hearing her, understanding her, empathizing, that's all that she needs. And you saw that because she responded in a way that bounced that back to you. Yes, yes, absolutely. So um, I think, you know, now more than ever, people have a lot of expectations. Maybe they have a lot of emotions. They have a lot of feelings. People are in a myriad of different situations versus where they were at the beginning of the year. I mean, nobody could have forecasted what would happen. Here we are in June right now as we record this back in January as we turned into a new decade. So, you know, in this journey to health, I I think that being in the best possible mindset you can be is really, really important. And you can nourish that. You can feed your body with the proper nutrients. You can get proper rest. You can sleep well. You can hydrate. Hydrate, Hydration is even more important than food in a lot of cases. Like, has there been one thing that you've found in your um, quest for the best possible mindset that has given you an edge, whether it be food or you know, a, a certain type of supplement or anything like that? Like, has there anything, been anything that's been a game changer? I mean, there, there are so many things, but I'm trying to think of maybe the top three, because I don't know if I could do the top one. Water. Water is key. I mean, most, I'm going to say Americans, because I don't know about the whole world, are dehydrated. Studies show that, statistics show that they eat, and they don't realize really they're thirsty, but also our bodies are made up of water. We need water for our brains. We need water for our joints. We need water for so many reasons. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Any one time someone tells me they're in a bad mood, they have a headache, my kids don't even come to me anymore. They know what I'm going to say. The first thing I say, get some water in your body, and then come and talk to me. Yes. That's key. The other thing I would say is your diet. What are you putting in your body? If you're eating Doritos all day long, you're going to feel like a Dorito, orange, hot, spicy, salty, chemically. But I get it. I have three kids. They like their junk too. And they're pretty healthy. And there's a balance. And there are healthier options of the junk food too. So just start noticing. And then noticing how you feel when you're eating healthier versus when you're not. You have to, it's all, it goes back to our first question. It's all about noticing, getting in tune and in touch with your body. Um, and then exercise. I'm all about moving your chi. You know, you have um, all this energy going inside of you. Obviously you can hear it in my voice. If I didn't, I don't, if I didn't exercise, I don't know where that release would be. That's a release. <laughs> yeah. Very long. Yeah. So I would say exercise. And then of course, when I'm doing all of those things, I'm like, while I'm exercising, I'm thinking, I'm meditating, I'm doing things and it's helping my mindset. I'm strengthening my mindset. I'm purposeful during my exercise, not to just be kind of setting negative thoughts in my head. I'm like, I I, I use my exercise time to plan my next business or what I'm going to do with my coaching clients or my next motivational speaking event. And um, those would be my top three slash four things. And I think they're basic. And again, like if you drink a lot of water today and decide I'm doing this, Pam just inspired me. I'm so motivated. I'm getting bottles of water and I'm going for it. And then tomorrow you forget. It's okay. The next day, get back on. Don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, I can't do this anymore. I missed a day. Just go back the next day. And if you miss two more days, then go back the next day. And soon it'll become more consistent. But you're building new habits. It takes time. Be patient and kind and loving to yourself. Yes. And I think, you know, you're so, it's, we must be like the same kind of mom. My daughter (laughs) was having um, a lot of uh, anxiety from her first year of college. And I was just like, 
babe, you just need to drink a lot of water. You need to flush your system constantly. <laughs> and it was, you know, it really did make a difference. And now she carries around this massive water bottle. I'm like, that thing is heavy. But I love Good that she her. does that and she takes it everywhere, you know. Um, so it's, there are some tried and true tools that we can use to strengthen ourselves so that we come from a better place of mindset. Because I know ain't nobody want to deal with somebody hangry. Yeah. Um, it, make sure you're keeping your blood sugar sustained. Absolutely. Um, make sure you're hydrating because every cellular function in your body requires it. Even this discussion that we're having today is if there, if, Pam, you are very well accomplished. You are very self motivated. Like, what keeps you going? What is your why, and how you show up every day? I mean. What keeps me motivated is living my path, living my life purpose. And your life purpose can change, but if you don't know what it is, it's really hard to feel good about anything you're doing. And so like, I've done a lot of work on my stuff. I'm so done with me. I'm all about you, the people. Mm. I'm all about helping you heal. And I think that that inspires me. That's my passion. That lights me on fire. That is my big why. And of course, my number one purpose is my kids. Um, but, but when I can give that out, to be honest, as much as it is to help others, it's also filling my cup. So find out what fills your cup. And if you can't make money off of it right now, that's okay. You have your job, you make your money and do that as your side thing. But if you're not fulfilling yourself, your dreams, your needs, you're never going to feel motivated regularly because you're not happy. You're not satisfied. You haven't, you're not living your life. And in order to know what your purpose is, you need to know yourself. So again, circling back to the beginning of this conversation, going inward, becoming conscious, becoming self-aware. You're so blocked by what we are told we should be, what we need to be, what we have to be, that you may not even know who you are. Do you like to paint? Do you want to be, you know, in the health industry? Do you want to be caring for others? Do you like working with the elderly? Do you want to teach? And then when you figure out what your passion is, you can find a way to incorporate it in your life. And eventually it probably will become a way you can make money. It may not be at the beginning, but just start bringing it in so you can have some some fulfillment. Yes. I, I think self-awareness is probably the thing that I think most people, if they look for it more actively, they will find, they will unlock a and treasure. And by the way, can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. Sorry. But with self-awareness, you might go through a period where you really realize you don't like yourself. Mm. And you're, you go through a dark place because you're like, this is me and this is how I've been and this is what I've been doing. And that's okay because in order to get to the lightness or the light, you might have to go through darkness and don't run away from it because you're all, if you're always avoiding it, you're never going to get to the other side. It's the quote, the only way um, out is through. through. And we that's all the big fork. I think that's the big away. fork drop of this whole discussion. <laughs> really? I mean, how many times do we just look at ourselves and go, shoot, is that the person that I really want to be? Is, is that Absolutely. behavior really like, and you know what I, um, I think before I had kids, I didn't have the self-awareness, but when I had them, my filter was, if my kids see this in 20 years, what will they think? Absolutely. Will they be proud of me 
or will they go, geez, mom, really? Like, I can't believe that's embarrassing, you know? And I, that's my filter. Um, and you may have a different filter. You may have a faith that you believe in that guides you. You may have just, you know, that, that ability to self-monitor. And, you know, I think that taking that time to just go, is that okay? Is one of the most critical things we can do. And forgive yourself because you're going to keep making mistakes and you're going to do things that you wish you didn't. And you're going to, when you look back and reflect, realize that you've done a lot that you wish you hadn't, but it's okay. You did the best you could in the moment. And as long as when you level up, you recognize it and adjust and maybe make mistakes again and then forgive yourself again. It's a constant process of leveling up and going through it all over again at a different level and mm. be okay with that. Mm. I love that so much. Yeah. I love that so much, Pam. And I, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, um, when you're in uncharted territory and there's no textbook and really the leaders that you're looking to don't really know the answers either, it's, it requires us to pause because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't like to take action when I really don't know what I'm doing. I like to wait and I like to think. I'm more of a ready, fire, aim type person. <laughs> um, I used to be ready, aim, fire, but it kept me in a box for myself. I'm not saying mm. for you, but for me, it kept me in this box where it was never time. I was never ready. It was always could be more perfect. It could always be better. So now I've become more of a ready, aim, fire, and I'm okay. Some stuff sticks and some stuff doesn't, but I learned from that. And I'm okay making mistakes and I'm okay making kind of like... I don't mind if people laugh at me. I laugh with them. Like I, we're human. We're flawed. It's funny. Yes, it is. It is true. And it's good to be, not take yourself too seriously. Right. So as we come to the end of our discussion, I always ask my guests the same question. Um, if you could have one amazing meal prepared <laughs> by anybody alive or not, what would it be and who would make it? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, you're going to get me all emotional here, but it would have to be my mom because um, she cooked all the time and I just miss her feeding my soul through her food. Mm. And ooh, I mean, I'm very specific about this meal, so it's not like I would like it from everyone or at a restaurant or anything like that, but it would be her eggplant parmesan. Mm. What was unique about it? I mean, she was very careful. Well, first of all, like me, everything she makes, her love went in it. So you could feel that. And the skin was off. She didn't fry it with too much oil. It was just, it was clean, but mm. so delicious. Mm, mm. I love it. Thank you, Pam, for sharing your wisdom and your heart with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You're doing amazing things out there and I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. 
So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.